gather round friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. All right, welcome everybody to Spelt Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me is always playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hey there. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. When last we left our heroes, they had come face-to-face with Farah Margani, master librarian of the Margani Library, and many times great-granddaughter of Ama Margani, founder of the Margani Library, and current vessel for the icon of truth and truth demon in the indenture of the light guard as far as we are aware of as of the crystal bay adventure farah margani took the party into a side room very sternly but very kindly before closing the door and saying with words and her eyes tell me what you're doing here or i'm gonna beat your ass (laughs) and they did they gave her the whole song and dance quite literally giving her a song and dance as far as i'm concerned yeah, there was a lot of the doing that thing where we were pretending to be ships, and then we were like, and then it was like, and then the waves, and I was like, steam, and lightning, yeah, giving a Ember Island players style breakdown of the entire series up until this point, I guess. I suppose kind of more seasons five and six. Yeah, you didn't want to give her the whole spiel. Said to her, is, "Yeah, Tuck was like, this is more just seasons five and six. You don't need to know much more before that." Uh, and after some semi-successful roles and a daisy-chained aid situation that I allowed <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, sometimes I can be convinced. The party was able to convince Farah to allow Perel the opportunity to peruse the thaumaturgical history and philosophy section of the library in an attempt to locate specific texts and manuscripts that might aid him in discovering why he has lost his connection to the Thalmic realm and how he can, if he can, regain his powers. And in that time, the party also perused some books, finding, amongst other things, that... I found out that uh, the Sea of Graves poem indicates that a warlock uh, is the one who locked... Lily in a way, mm-hmm. and that Chimes probably knows a warlock. Or knew, or something. Yeah. It has first-hand experience with warlocks. Yeah. And didn't say anything about that. Mm-hmm. Why would he, though? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. You can say. Yeah. And Ving learned... Uh, that the druids and the uh, magicians have a shared origin. Mm-hmm. And years ago, there was a rift between them, and that maybe that is affecting his uh, relationship with his parents. <laughs> and some... <laughs> smaller level yeah in that perhaps or perhaps not ving's mother may potentially have been wizard or wizard adjacent yeah meaning that ving could potentially be part wizard there's some thalmic shit maybe yeah and we also learned on billy's end billy found a book written by a winter fairy in the ancient fairy language which is like the first of runes that the fairy world is basically the world that exists when the spirits were basically like gained individuality and shed their natural law and were exiled from the spirit world. And it kind of exists between the spirit world and the outer dark. Mm-hmm. Cool. So cool. And also that during the season six finale, what Billy did was enter the fae realm. Yeah. Like willingly be like whoop between worlds which is something that perhaps he's going to, that he he might not even realize he was able to do, but something that he has the potential to be able to do. Yeah, I don't think he knew he could do it, but I think it's it was almost like, again, instinct. Totally. Mm-hmm. And Billy stole that book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stole a book that I guess 
Tuck and Ving and Perel saw Billy reading. Or perhaps you just thought he was looking at a book. He looks at books a lot. <laughs> and then usually they're fucking ruined afterwards. <laughs> it's covered in barbecue so, yeah. sauce. There's just peanut butter in here. <laughs> this to... is more potato salad than book now. Yeah. He used it as a panini press, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's trying to press flowers, but instead of a flower, it's a sandwich. <laughs> uh, so just press yeah. the sandwich in here and light this book on fire. <laughs> He's, There's he's, so many PBJs, paninis made in that. He knows that you can save flowers by pressing them between pages, and he's like, I want this sandwich to last forever. It's uh-huh. <laughs> always half a sandwich. So many of Cash's books no. have been ruined. All, all the grill marks are just the words onto the bread. Yeah, yeah. That's silly putty. Is this sandwich... It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Uh, oh, and the party was also bestowed upon a bookworm named Oman, who, Oman. Is, who is going to come with you as a intermediary between yourselves and the librarians. Uh, will deliver messages and information in the form of reports as you have agreed to help Farah Margani locate and best case scenario free from servitude Ama Margani. Yeah, in return for her letting Perel uh, peruse peruse the books. <laughs> yeah, and kind of work out of the library every couple days. Yeah, and help her understand more fully firsthand accounts of the golden age of wizardry. Yeah, yeah. Man, they're gonna fuck for sure. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, oh, gross. I mean, they're roughly the same age, so maybe. Yeah, I'm into this. It's Why? like when your uncle meets your. Uh, English teacher. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know that feeling everybody has when your uncle meets your English teacher and you're like, oh yeah, (laughs) we all share that experience, right? Hey, is this just a fetish that I'm discovering? (laughs) (laughs) Are you just (laughs) talking about Riverdale again? (laughs) (laughs) Man, he's going to grunders her unders for sure. (laughs) Grunders her unders. Amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> and after uh, gathering these books, Billy stealing a book and Perel being like, I'll see you later. I'm going to stick around and do some work. You left the library, returning to the city of McCall and heading to the lower ward to treat yourself. Why not? We <laughs> Why, earned it. Yeah, yeah, we had a hard day. Yeah. Treat yourselves to a stay in a bathhouse so you can clean the uh, millennia old shit off of you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, upon entering the mud room of the summer flower bathhouse and spa, you saw your much beleaguered roommate, Cash Alplates, devastated to see his night on the town crumble before him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We were trying to give him a night away from us, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that is where we find our friends now. I guess neck deep in some mud. Yeah. So let's see what everybody's doing. What's Tuck doing in the bathhouse? Uh, he, I guess he's maybe in a steam room mm-hmm. because he loves being hot and wet. <laughs> Who mm. doesn't, right? I guess. Yeah. Uh, what's Ving up to? Uh, he's getting his hair conditioned. And uh, doing his, he's getting a big old nail done job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. And he's uh, getting waxed. Where? Where? From the neck down. Holy shit. He's like, I've had enough. I don't want anything resembling the bears that I've overtook. Whoa. (laughs) Full human only human. Take all my hair. No more body hair. Yeah. Whoa. And Uh, Tuck walks by while the wax is happening and he's like, woo, smooth as an eel, buddy. And he walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Right off the scrote. Uh, What's Billy up to? uh, Billy, I had to take a... A workplace mandated shower, <laughs> aka the receptionist, like, no, you have to shower off first, little guy. <laughs> so I did that, and now I'm in the mud bath with Cash. <laughs> I was like, oh, if he's here, like, maybe he'll enjoy my company. So <laughs> <laughs> he's ingratiating himself. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's so funny in my head because they're like classic Turkish bath, like the, the individual <laughs> bath. So Billy's just in a huge <laughs> bath by himself. He looks like a lone meatball in an Italian <laughs> wedding suit. They had to get a bucket to put in it so he didn't drown, so he could sit on <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. He's sitting on a box in the mud. It's like a bee bath, but for Billy. <laughs> yeah. And Kaz just has his eyes closed. He's trying not to listen but what's billy chattering at cash about so um it was crazy like 
<laughs> there was this worm on me and it just <laughs> hopped off and it was going to tell on us. And then I tried to get it, but it fought back and it was like whoop, into this hole into the wall. And then I was like, well, we can't let this happen. <sighs> so then Tuck smashed the wall and I got the worm out and uh, I forget. Um, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Tuck smushed it in a book. <laughs> I don't know, Kaz, do you think there, there, there's like an afterlife for that worm? <laughs> Billy, if I <laughs> if I even came close to believing anything that you just told me, I would still say no. I don't think there's an afterlife for worms. Oh. I, Billy is so sad. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> I think I think that yes, I think there's a special afterlife for worms. What do you think it looks like? <sighs> He bites his lip and he looks away like, I can't believe I'm getting drawn into this again. <laughs> again, again, you might notice. Uh, Billy I, might be the only thing keeping this poor sap's heart alive. I guess, right? Like, I guess maybe it looks like a lawn, like a little lawn for the worms to crawl around in. Yeah. Billy's tearing up because it's... It's a nice lawn yeah. that he's imagining. Yeah. Hey, Billy, are you are you crying? Yeah. He lifts a cucumber off his eye. Yeah. Just, you know, I just I just didn't want him to tell him. I, was, I didn't mean for him to die. I think of his family. Now, okay. All right. Okay. Again, assuming that anything that you say is even remotely true, that you went to the Margani Library. I mean, it's a bookworm, right? Yeah. And it was in a book. Yeah. That's where they want to be, isn't it? So maybe it didn't die at all. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I feel so much better. Thanks, Cash. Hey, no problem. He puts the cucumber on his eye and he sinks his ears under the mud. <laughs> Cut back to a week and a half ago when Billy was like, do you think all of the book lavas I eat have an afterlife that they go to? And Cash had to have basically the exact same conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Billy's faced with the death or destruction of anything in McCall, he asks Cash about an afterlife. Because Cash, is, uh, he's part of the Church of the Flame, and Billy doesn't know anything about it. Right, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. And I mean, in the Church of the Flame, in my mind, there's no afterlife. spiritual afterlife like that. No, you kind of just turn into ash and you reintegrate. Yeah. So he has to keep making stuff up to make this kid happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just the normal places that you find that thing along yeah. a plate. No, there's a plate that's the perfect plate. Yeah. There's a big pile under a glass display. Yeah. I don't know, Billy. I guess that there's a, a stairwell under which all of the rats go. I don't know what you want me to tell me. What you want me to tell you. Uh, yeah, cut back to Tuck in the steam room. Yeah, he's just Schwitzen. Can't really see much. Yeah, it's pretty, like, misty in here. Yeah. Like, it's kind of... It's a, it's a large enough steam room. You could fit a bunch of people in here. At this time of night, there's not really that many people in here. And he, uh, he has like a towel over the arm that has the tree tattoo because he's still pretty embarrassed of that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that he has a tattoo. For some reason, he's very averse to the tattoo. Mm. He doesn't like tattoos. I mean, I guess that makes sense. And he has his wrist straps on, but he's full nude otherwise. <laughs> uh -huh. So they gave him a towel for his waist, but he just wrapped it around his arm, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you hear coming down like outside the room through the open door the familiar voice yeah so I told him you know if my uh, mace isn't ready by the end of the week then I don't know how I'm gonna do any work you know what I mean oh. and he walks right into the room oh no and oh, you, can, no. you can't see him at all but you can hear the voice and I can smell the acrid smell of like that <laughs> accelerant that oh, he the had. fuel that he uses in his mace and yeah. he also uses it it seems like as aftershave. <laughs> yeah. He's just wiping gasoline on his body. Oh, pours time. it out of the axe on his wrists yeah. and rubs it together. <laughs> I love that. Milieu. Is that the right word? <laughs> Anyways. And he's got uh, he's got another guy with him. It's aerosolizing now, too. So he talks <laughs> like coughing. It's in his eyes. Yeah. He's just like. <laughs> hey, I hear that. It'll put some hair on your chest, little dweeb. Okay. <laughs> 
and he goes and he sits down and he's just shouting to this other dude that's with him about light guard stuff uh tuck <laughs> recedes into the fog to escape <laughs> he doesn't know where the door is he he like he started coughing he got disoriented he slipped a little bit mm-hmm. uh his dick touched something on the ground that was furry for some reason <laughs> and he, and he, that's fine it's just it's a steam vole they're like, normal around here steam vole oh no <laughs> <laughs> and then he he like climbs up and he's like oh my god I hope that steam vault doesn't think I was coming onto it and then he, cl- he climbs up and in, into like the furthest you know how they're usually tiered steam yeah. rooms into like the furthest nook uh-huh. which is also the hottest place oh yeah the heat oh, no. rises yeah. and you're just gonna hide in here and listen oh yeah okay yeah so Spy. I'm gonna yeah it's gonna you're gonna have to roll to um is it spell or discern realities no this will be a defy danger because you oh. don't want him to notice that you're here okay seven ten <laughs> yeah nice. fucking air five <laughs> Woo! clap Smash. Uh, so this is the kind of situation where you have to defy to uh, overcome your obstacle but I think I'd still if you really want to learn something mm-hmm. I think I'd like you to I guess discern realities yeah, like I could ask what here is useful or valuable. Yeah, try, trying to pick out good things out of what he's saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. 2d6 plus wisdom. Uh, seven Ooh. plus one is eight. Cool. Nice. So you get one question. What here is useful or valuable to me? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think that it will be him telling you about the light guard headquarters. Mm. You know what I mean? They're like central building, which I'm going to say is in the lower ward. It's at basically the mouth of the walls formed by the cliff face that was the bay mm-hmm. of uh, the of the port of McCall. It's kind of almost like a gatehouse. Like the exit from the lower ward to the salt flats is like the light guard uh, cathedral. Oh, so it's kind of like in Game of Thrones. Like it's like a castle on a wall sort of thing. Oh, so it's like really big. It's real big. Okay. Really big. Yeah, like the Wall of China, but way thicker and taller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is like their cathedral as well. Like this is where all like those dudes live. And, the gin? Yeah. And the uh, gin? Oh, yeah, there's gin in there. There's probably gin that stay there. Oh, um, and it's and like their services there as well. It also houses most of the light guard. Lots of their armor is baked deep in the basement. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what's this place called? <laughs> Some cool, fiery, lighty name. So it's a fortress. The Church of the Flame. The Hearth? Yes. Oh. Sick. Okay, cool. Great name. Uh, and the, the Hearth. And the, the way that goes through the through the building to the Salt Flats, it's called the Hearth Gate. Yes. So on cool. the, one side, it's the Tallow Gate. Other side, it's the Hearth Gate. Fucking right. Cool. Yes. <sighs> okay, cool. So yeah, Fathom, who I'm sure everybody can connect this voice with that man. Yeah. Fathom, warrior of the Light Guard. And some say on the wind... Right-hand man to the Torch of McCall. Yeah. Personal attendant. Yeah. <laughs> Adjutant, is that a word? Yeah, he's just fucking blabbing about his life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I started the day off with like 60 crunches, 70 anti-crunches, 45 side-to-side crunches per side. Uh, and then I did like the rest of my cooldown crunches. Oh, and you know, and by this time, like the first guard was changing out. So like I had to go make sure that this was okay. So he's he's giving away the schedule of when guards change at the hearth. Oh, cool. And uh, when he, when is that? Uh, it's like four times a day, mm-hmm. basically. Um, you know, noon and midnight, mm-hmm. and then six a.m. and six p.m. The other two, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it like that. He's like, you know, there's like one at like midnight, and then the other midnight, but like the day one. <laughs> And then the two middle ones, <laughs> six, both sixes. Yeah, it happens at both sixes too. <laughs> what a colossal idiot this person oh, is! Man. I love that he's climbed the ranks to second in command of these morons. But he's so strong. Yeah, uh, and he also gives away like where his room is. Wow, in the hearth because he's like, and you know, it's pretty tight because like I'm pretty high up there. You know, in the emulators, I'm like basically second in command basically and uh it's pretty sick because my chambers overlook and he he tells you like the palace 
of the specific family that his room overlooks. Ooh. And he's like, it's like two away from the top floor, too. So it's a pretty good view. What's the name of the family? Uh, ooh, oh, no. I, damn it. Sorry. What? I was trying to think of another arena name. And I was like, um, um, what's a good arena name that kind of sounds McCollin? And I was like, Sedell Dome. And I was like, wait, his name's Dome. Oh, right. Yeah. Just say Sedell. Sedell. The Sedell family. Yeah. Yeah. The palace of the Sedell family. He's like, yeah, it looks over the Sedell estate. And uh, it's like two from the top floor. So it's pretty tight. Sometimes I can see right into the garden. And sometimes there's people sunbathing out there. You know, and pretty <laughs> sick. He's coughing now on his phone. <laughs> it's pretty sick. <clears throat> oh, man, that stuff really gets your heart pumping. <clears throat> so, yeah, anyway, and the guy hasn't, the, uh, the dude that he's with hasn't gotten a fucking word in this whole time. The Sedell family are, tradi- like, I, they have a tradition that each first son is a vizier to the Shah of McCall. Throw that in there. Yeah, I like that. They have a, they, they're usually viziers to the Shah of McCall. And um, I guess the Shah probably lives in the lower ward, too, right? Uh, yes. Biggest, best estate. Is that like the king or like the mayor or something? Yeah, I guess the Shah is like, I'm just thinking about like the parts of the city that govern themselves. So the Shah would be in charge of the humans. Like, it would be the human government, like the Mm. government of like the lower ward and the upper ward, but they're kind of separate from the deep ward. Right, because the deep ward has the council. Yeah. Yeah. Does he let give any information on how and when he got back and if the torture McCall is back too? Uh, no, he doesn't actually. Fucking shit. <sighs> no, I gave you a lot, man. Thank can't you. Can't get no. it all. No, I appreciate it. And that's what he says. I gave you a lot, man. You can't get it all because he's drinking a protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's trying to grab it from him. <laughs> he's like, no, man. There's you, my- <laughs> you had enough. I need, I need a bulk. I am so interested in this person that is hanging out with him. We cut to Ving. Ving's getting waxed. Yeah. Oh, he's done getting waxed. He's mm-hmm. all waxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, shorn to the, to the day he was born, and he <laughs> is getting his hair straightened. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Holy yeah. shit. And he's crying. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah, he's bawling his eyes out. Why? He said, I just miss him so much. And he, the, the guy's like straightening the hair like... Who do you miss? Uh, Cloud Piercer. Is this your father, son, lover? He was everything to me, man. I have had people like that in my life as well, young man. He pats your shoulder. There, there. Is this okay? (laughs) That's fine. Thank you. It, It feels nice to have somebody close again. Were you and Cloud Piercer together long? I mean, it felt like a lifetime. <laughs> That's the hot tongs of the straightener touching your hair. Oh, it must stink so much. <laughs> he is burning a couple of them. Oh my but. God, patchouli to the max. Yeah. Oh, man. So, sorry, how long were you together? Uh, it felt like forever, but, you know, it was like mm. three months. I have had relationships like that. Yes, it is. People come into your life, they connect to your heart, and then they drift away. I still have dreams about him where I can see through his eyes. That must be quite heart-wrenching for you. It is. Only when I wake up, though. Isn't that the way? When we wake up from our dreams, we realize reality is the only dream we have. Rose oil? Please. Start scrimping it through your hair. Oh, that smells nice. Is that Nutka Rose? It is Nutka Rose. Mm. They exist in this world. Beautiful. I grow them myself in the space between realities. (laughs) Tell me more. No. Spout lore. (laughs) Tell me about yourself and the world. Give me a bunch of cool information like Tuck maybe God. It's just very funny that he's like, I bet Tuck's getting information. Give me some information too. This guy has no frame of reference for who the fuck Tuck is. I know. He, he doesn't respond to that very well. So is, Tuck your, is Tuck your father, your son, your new lover? Yes, you could say all of the above as well. <laughs> I would rather bo- you specify which one it is. I don't like to specify. I'm very unspecified. Look at me. Everybody is everything to me. <sighs> I'm looking for a new spirit animal. What are you doing after work? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm comfortable with this being a thing where, like, you try and get some information. Yeah, what? What do you? Where do you live? Do you live down here in the in the Richie Richie underworld? Oh no, 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 no. Oh. I I am part of the Perfumers Union, and I live in Stepside. 
Ah, beautiful. Stepside's gorgeous. It is, especially during the winter. Really? I haven't seen it wintered yet. Yes, it's quite beautiful. The water from the water tower is piped up, and the the plants don't wither quite so quickly under the oppressive sun, so the gardens can become quite lush. Hmm. That sounds darling. I'll have to check it out. Please do. Do you ever, uh, are you a, a groomsman of the light guard by any chance? Hmm. Have you ever done any work for the light guard people? <laughs> Members of the light guard filter in and out of our bathhouse from time to time, yes. I have even had the pleasure of straightening and perfuming the hair of... Members of the Sedell family, if you can believe it. Oh. Yes. The yes. Sedells. The Sedells. One of the uh, most prosperous and politically influential families in McCall. Yes, I, I heard their son is the, the, uh, the vizier to the Shah. A vizier to the soon-to-be Shah and, and the Shah's regent, yes. Oh, wow. The current Shah is too young to be uh, the Shah, so there's a regent. In oh, that's place. cool. No. And also, I like the idea... That uh, the Sedell family will have a boy at around the same time as the Shah will have a neck. So they grow up together? So they grow up together and they're like mm. friends. Like the Prince of Egypt. Yeah, oh, basically. Oh, they're like forced yeah. to be friends. Yeah, and they're like just always together. Yeah. Which, it honestly, it mitigates the chances of you getting like some kind of snake man vizier. <laughs> yeah. Who, it, yeah. Like traditionally for like generations, it was like, why are all of the viziers so evil? Yeah. And then the Sedell family approached the Shah and he was like, okay, here, I have an idea. What if our sons are just friends? And then the my family line will be the viziers forever. And yeah. he was like, all right, that makes sense. That sounds good. Uh, excuse me, your eminence. I cannot help but notice that a snake wizard tried to hypnotize your daughter again. <laughs> <laughs> Can I interest you in some political fortitude? Also, no more parrots. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the current Shah and the future, or the, you know, the current Shah and Vizier are now, they're currently like 11 years old. Okay. And there's a regent in place of the Shah because the old Shah died prematurely before the son could come of age. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What? Mm. What? I'm I'm jacked up on this political intrigue. <laughs> I Ooh. wonder why he died so early, or she, and why the vizier survived. Who can <gasps> say? I I want to roll something back. I said the first son. It's the first child. First like, child, son yeah, or daughter. Okay, oh. so who is it right now? The shah and the vizier. Boy, boy, girl, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Yeah, one of each. Shah, vizier, uh, girl, shah, vizier, boy, vizier. Girl. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, the current Shah and Vizier are 11 years old, and it's uh, the people say they get along quite swimmingly, as far as anybody knows. Yeah, and, they, uh, and then when they are both at 11, it's like a big year for them, and that's when they, if they make it into 12-12, then they're going to make it the whole way. It's kind of a superstitious thing. They have to make it through 11-11. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, so they're currently still 11. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think there are a lot of superstitions around the number eleven in McCall. Yeah, there you go. Because cool. there's eleven neighborhoods in the uh, in the old city in the upper wow. ward. Ooh. Cool. And the sticks is just a bunch of ones too, and that's like <laughs> oh, superstitions yeah. and weird. Like just a stretch, and, but yeah. candles, yeah, candles, candles. matchsticks. Yeah, eleven, eleven, one Shaw, one Vizier, eleven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cow, Twins. The pillars. The pillars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The pillars yeah. and yeah. the lighthouse. Oh yeah. And I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, the original, so there are currently eleven gin. Oh, sick! Yeah, because the the um, or no, maybe there's ten, and that's why eleven is considered superstitious because one was destroyed. <gasps> oh, and that was like a huge religious thing. But there are current, there are ten remaining gin that are the original gin uh, that the god of the flame. Guys, yeah, really cool idea. So and then just like, wait, I know something even cooler. <laughs> we're so good at fantasy. Oh man, I'm so horny for McCall now. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we're here. I'm yeah. so glad we're here. We're such virgins. Yeah. Uh, hey, what are the rumors you've heard about the demise of the former Shah and Vizier? Ooh. What have you heard? Yah, I guess roll Spelt it. lore. Spelt lore. 2d6 plus intelligence. Wisdom. Wisdom. Fuck, it's right, because it's historical. Seven. Seven, great. Uh, so interesting, but not useful. He gets very quiet, and he leans in a little bit and takes on, again, an almost conspiratorial tone uh, and says that, I mean, the, the events surrounding the death of the Shah are quite uh, mysterious not spoken of quite as openly as other deaths, but a member of the vizier's household told me that when the Shah was found in his chambers dead, that he was not alone. Too dead? Too dead. 
Well, who was he with? I, I dare not say more. I dare not say more. He like bows and puts his hand up like, oh, my, my fine client. I cannot, I cannot possibly say anymore. <sighs> who cares? It's been most entertaining. Thank you for your candor. Thank you for your time. And my bouffant, my stray <laughs> bouffant and my smelly hair. If you require any more rose oils, do not hesitate to return to the summer flower bathhouse and spa. I have been Uban. Uban, I am Ving. Good day, Ving. Good day. <laughs> that was a wonderful interaction. Yeah. Just wonderful role playing. I, just from both of you. And we we cut back to Billy and Cash. Yeah. Cash has got his hands on his head, and Billy is still talking. <laughs> oh, can Billy be eating one of his cucumbers? Yeah. <laughs> He's got, casually has one cucumber on his eye. Billy's eating the other yeah. one. Um, and in fact, the, the staff have brought me a bowl of cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, it's hard because it's just like, I didn't know it was that hot here and I don't know how to like deal with it. So like, I mean, I get like, I get why you're so mad about me being in the ice box all the time, um, but I don't know where else to go. And you know, my face is already so red. I'm so fat, but you know, everyone here is really fit. It seems, and I don't want to show off how not fit I am and <laughs> you know and so that's why I have to wear my sweaters and stuff and uh, and so I just wish you weren't so mad at me I, like I made you a good lunch and you didn't even take it you're absolutely right yeah Billy. you're absolutely right and you know what I will say this what I did eat the lunch when I got home it was really good thank it you it was really good I stole it from the bakery <laughs> a few blocks away oh my god what i steal everything from there cinder and flames billy do you have a headache do you want a head rub i do have a headache and i would hate nothing more than a head rub right now but i'll I'll tell you this i'll tell you this billy look i'm sorry i've i just had a rough day i'm sorry i don't mean to be this short with you and you know what my dad large as the day is long there are plenty of people in mccall that are that are big and really? you know what? I'll I'll tell you this. You know what the secret is? What? Bright flowing fabrics. That's it. Really? That's it. They don't trap the heat. The breeze moves in and out. I've had this thick wool sweater forever <laughs> and the raccoon cape. I don't really know what to, like nothing usually fits me, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't know where else to go. Okay. I might know somebody. I can get something made for you. It'll it'll make the days a little bit cooler for you. Really? Okay. <gasps> is that going to help? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to stop sleeping in the icebox? I guess I could get my own icebox. Yeah, that's a thought. I guess you want to be alone right now, don't you? You don't have to leave, but I'm not going to talk anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'll just eat my cucumbers. And he reaches over and he plucks a cucumber out of the bowl and he puts it over his eye and he reaches over and he grabs another one. And he puts it in his mouth. Okay. <laughs> and he lays back in the mud. I swim as best I can over <laughs> to the uh, concierge of the mud bath. I'm like, can I have a lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> of course, young master. <laughs> and they scuttle away. And I guess we'll just cut back to Tuck. I'm passed out. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, have, I have passed oh, no. out due to heat stroke and also <laughs> the like Fuck. vaporized gasoline that's yeah. in the oh, air. God. So you come to, you're being shaken. Sir. Yeah. What? Sir. Hey. Sir. And oh, my just, God. There's just a spa attendant. Alakey, is that you? <laughs> no, sir. You the pa- women have spelt lore. <laughs> <laughs> the women have spelt lore. You've returned to me. All three or f- four of you. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, my God. Help me. You woke up from the Fatim night yeah, again, I, where he steals all the women in your life away. I, and, but then, but there was one more. <gasps> It was Farah. <laughs> Farah. It was Farah. Farah, she's here. Oh my God, Farah, is that you? She's so taut. <laughs> but you're fucking my uncle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Great. So you're you're shaken awake by a spa attendant. Oh my God. Sir, you should not sleep in here. I, yeah. Okay. Do you need any medical attention? No. I Can I get water, please? Yeah, absolutely. I would be glad to give you some water once we leave the steam room. Okay. We're closing. Okay. Okay. He gets out. Good night, sir. Okay. There'll okay. be some water at the front. I look for these guys. They're in the front area. Yeah, we're all just waiting. You guys don't recognize Ving until he whips around with his long hair. Ooh, it's flowing. It's like oh. a sheet of silk. It's like <gasps> down to his knees. 
Bing! I know, what the fuck, huh? Oh, you look so elegant. Thank you, Billy. Oh my God, where did your bag eyes go? They're gone. Really? Yeah. Oh. You look so youthful. You look eight and a half. Thank you. <laughs> you only look like a million years old. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Jessica's squishing her own face into the wall. Thank you. You also look not a million years old. Thank you, Billy. We should do this more often. Uh, Tuck stumbles into the lo- the waiting room. <laughs> so like just shit. so like so like has heat stroke for sure. He's, oh no! He's got a cup of water with like uh, some cucumber in it that's half full, but not because he's drinking it. It's just like all slushed around. <laughs> and he looks at Big and, he, and he's like, "Hey, you want to be one of the women of Spelt Lord? Oh. One of Tuck's ladies?" Oh my god, buddy, put it away. Oh my god, Ving! Holy shit! <laughs> hey man, Tuck's still wearing a spa towel around his waist, which covers more than his. Yeah. usually does. Uh, Chuck's really wrestling with the fact that he might be sexually attracted to his friend. <laughs> hey, yeah. sometimes that happens to people, right? You're like, well, I guess this is going on in my brain now. Yeah, you're so smooth and ripped now, Jeez Louise. Uh, yeah, and I guess you guys just head home, right? Catch a tram, head home. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it is pretty late. Probably like midnight, early a.m. Yeah, like 1 a.m. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay, you get off the tram, which is not terribly close to your neighborhood in Cliffside slash Stepside, mm-hmm. uh, the mids, as they call it, because it's kind of in between the two. Yeah. And as you're getting close to your building, something seems off. <gasps> Hold on, guys. My senses are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you rolling? What are you rolling? What are you rolling? Trap expert. Okay. Fuck, Fuck. me. <laughs> doesn't matter i rolled a three and plus even my highest would have been five you know on second thought never mind forget it everything seems fine you get into your apartment uh yeah and you just go to sleep i guess right Mm -hmm. day ends yeah Yeah. great much needed uh okay so what's your plan for yeah the day it's like the weekend yeah however the day structure works in mccall it's it's the weekend it's the weekend the weekend cash is actually sleeping in like he's still asleep he's trying yeah. yeah, we're in the living room. I think we maybe should have a chat about yeah. what we should do next. Yeah, I, I'm like laying on the floor with the fairy book open. Yeah. Are you reading it? Yeah, I'm just like rifling through it. Anything cool? Uh, yeah, give me three lines written by this winter fairy about his first trip to like oh, shit. the material world. It uh, was cold, but I did not feel it. It did not touch my soul. And when I woke... I lay beneath a blanket of snow. That's That's sick. sick. That's cool. Uh, Okay, cool. Yeah, so Billy's just sitting cross-legged, crisscross applesauce on the floor of the apartment uh, reading a book. Tuck comes in from the bedroom, Mm -hmm. sits down on the couch, and where's Bang? I'm I'm doing um, uh, push-ups, dips. Uh, Tuck's trying not to get distracted. <laughs> wow, I'm this really is beca- flexing my What my is text. happening? This is becoming a thing. I don't know why this is where Tuck's head keeps going. This is going to become a th- I'm it's into this. Not, I think it's something else. <laughs> Ving rolls over and starts doing cat cows. What? Oh, wow. Oh, that's the bow back, bent back. That doesn't do anything for Tuck. Back to the dips. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for Tuck. I think Tuck just really loves muscles. Okay, yeah, that checks <laughs> out. He loves lumps. <laughs> I like the right kind of lumps where everything might be. So what are you guys talking about? Tuck fills them in on everything he learned from Fathom. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ditto with Bing. Oh my god, that's crazy, you guys. Yeah. I didn't learn anything except where the bookworm might go. Where's that? Oh, it's bo- bookworm heaven. <laughs> oh. To the great lawn beyond. <laughs> you mean like where the baklava goes? Yeah, to yeah. the great bakery beyond. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I should say, while you're sitting there and Billy's sitting on the floor reading, you can see Oman kind of creeping through Billy's hair, just like inchworming across his yeah. head. Nice. Should we try and uh, see if we can talk to somebody in the, I forget the name, sorry, the family? Oh, the, the family? Sidel family? Sidel family? Could be useful, but they don't they won't necessarily have a way to help you get into the hearth. I th- okay, if I were you all, my first step would be get as much information as possible before exposing myself to the combined might of the light guard. Oh, duh. Don't just rush in. <laughs> <laughs> would be what I would not do. Huh. Not rush in. Should we Should we talk to Perel? See what he's learned? Oh, Go over for breakfast. It's a weekend. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, or 
Kevin. I haven't seen Kevin Which in Kevin? Oh, two yeah, the days. Little, little scoundrels. Oh, yeah. The urchins might have an, a way into the hearth that we don't know about. That's true. Mm. Maybe we split up. Like, there might be someone that either of us know that knows, like, sort of info about the light guard, what they've been doing in the city. Uh, and Kevin might know how to yeah. get into the hearth. Mm-hmm. So if, if today was like knowledge gathering day. Yeah. 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 Totally. Low stakes, mm-hmm. but sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What I was thinking is maybe going to talk to Greg at bar to see if he knows anything, like if he's heard what the light guard is doing. Perfect. So what do you, what's being trying to do? There's, um, he's going to go talk to the lunar moths. Oh, <gasps> he's been making friends with the lunar moths because he's been out at night and the uh, lunar moths are attracted to flame, which means they go around oh, the flame and they are always there at oh, night. They're these huge, they're massive moths yeah. that like flap around the hearth. Oh, and, shit. <clears throat> and they're an enemies. Well, the, the light guard doesn't like them because the bullies who are on guard, they'll shoot like slingshots at them yeah. and stuff. And lunar moths are big enough that if they get close to a flame, they usually just put it out, which is yeah. more of a pain Whoa. than anything yeah. else. And maybe they, they're because they put flames out, they're just seen as like kind of ooh it's kind of like sacrilegious yeah Yeah, totally totally when one gets in a an open window oh boy (laughs) yeah it's like it's they're not like demons or anything but like it's they're called called devil birds yeah (laughs) that's what the light guard calls and it's it's kind of like how muslims see like pigs is like unclean oh yeah yeah yeah, totally they're seen as evil because they blow lights out Mm -hmm. yeah they kind of consume like that's what they're seen as they see as consuming the lights yeah Okay, great. Yeah, that's perfect. So, um, I mean, Kevin sounds like the most present one. So maybe we'll start with Billy. Okay. Do you want to do like your connections thing? Yeah, I think so. Hey, guys, I'm going to go for a walk and see Beth and Kevin. All right. Okay, Billy. Holy shit. Ten. Ten. All right. Sweet. On a 10 plus, someone has it just for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, Billy goes outside. He's got his little backpack with snacks in the book <laughs> and his blue blanket. Um, he's still got his sweater and stuff, but he did shed the raccoon skin because mm-hmm. he's like, I should just embrace my body. And before, as he's running out, we're like, Billy, and we what? stop him and we grab him by the backpack and we shove like an extra water bottle in there. <laughs> oh, thank you. Just because he always forgets to bring water. He comes back so dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Drink water. You're right. Thank you, guys. I'll see you in a few hours. Uh, okay. So Billy heads off to meet Kevin and Beth. Where is he meeting them today? Yeah, it's like brunch hour. So <laughs> he actually goes more to like Stepside. Because he mm. knows that's where Kevin and Beth will be on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. He just goes down an alleyway behind like a hipster brunch place. Mm-hmm. And Can he we- finds them hanging out on the dumpster. Oh, Can you cool. come up with a name for that? No, like- oh, yeah. The hipster breakfast joint is called Oof. Like, <laughs> oh, egg, yeah. like French for eggs. <laughs> O-O-F. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> French exists in this world. Yeah. <laughs> but it's overseas. So it's like all the cool kids are like... I've been overseas. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, I've been to Vertgrass. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Vertgrass, it's French. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it already uh, exists. Yeah. Oof. That's um, great. So he goes to the dumpsters behind Oof and finds Beth and and Kevin eating some leftovers because mm-hmm. everyone wastes so much food. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. They're eating a bunch of uh, eggs Benedict that they yeah. found in a pile and they're playing this little game with like uh, chips of rock that oh. they just flick at other rocks, basically. <laughs> Hey. Hey, Billy. Billy, we found a bunch of eggs. Yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) And and Bethany's like, yeah, look at this one. It's like mostly whole. Oh, my God. Can I have this one? Oh, yeah, you can have that one. Really? Yeah, I already ate like too many. You ate too many? Okay. Whoa, and it's like poached so nicely, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, can you believe... Rich people just throw this stuff away? I can't believe it, honestly. Do you think they have any granola bowls left? Oh, let's see. Yeah. And she flips open a garbage can and dives inside. Sweet. So, you want to play? And he holds out his hand. He's got some pieces of rock. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I could play for a bit. Okay. But I, I mostly I had to ask you another question. What is it? Um, I'm just wondering like, if you guys know of a way to get into the hearth. The hearth? Yeah. The place where the white god live? Yep. First you want to get into Y Bowie, then you want to get into Hoff. What are you doing, Billy? We're we're trying to help one of our friends. He lost he lost his memory kind of I don't know how to explain it, but he he needs some help and he hasn't been able to 
to fix himself. Watch his memory. That's what we said. Yeah, he's really sad. He eats a lot of those like cheap sandwiches. <laughs> cheap sandwiches. <laughs> That's the equivalent yes. of the gas station hoagie. Yeah. You know, the ones like we eat them a lot, but if you're grown up, it's kind of sad if you eat them all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pathetic. And he picks up a poached egg and slams it into his mouth. Yeah. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. I just like fistful, like a bunch of like old kiwis <laughs> and fruit garnishes. And Bethany pops out of the garbage can with like two handfuls of granola, like jackpot. Oh, nice. Thanks, Bethany. And she tumbles out and climbs up next to you guys. Hey, Bethany. Yeah. Uh, I just asked Kevin, but have you ever been into the hearth or do you know a way in? Oh, I've never been in the hearth, but like there have been kids that have gone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a kid, Tobe. He said that he went and he said that he, uh, that he saw a boob when he went, but we don't believe him. A boob? A boob on a girl. Oh. Yeah. I don't believe him though. Yeah. I don't believe him either. But there was this other kid. His name was, uh, Reb. Could be like the list of kids that actually definitely did get in. It's like one eyed Reb. There's one handed. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah, one yeah. kid <laughs> called Lucky. Nothing. He's fine. But yeah, Lucky. He just lost two legs. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no. Then there's also no leg Reg. I don't know why he's not lucky, but oh man. Yeah, and I guess the story that we always hear is that if a kid did get in, it's because they hopped inside a cart or something that was, like, going to the hearth for, like, supplies. Like, every once in a while, sometimes a centaur goes and takes in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like, you know, like, clothes and foods like breads and foods like like fruits okay. and stuff like that. Hmm. Okay, so do you know where the bread's from? The bread, I know where the bread is from. The bread is from a bakery in Cliffside, and it's really good bread. So the white guy's like, mmm, okay. I love your bread. I'll pay you more for it. <laughs> oh, that's smart of the bread bread people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Is it always the same centaur? No, but a centaur is like a big, it's like a, oh, it's like a camel with like a fat guy on it, <laughs> but there's no wags on the fat guy. I he know. only has camel legs. I know what a centaur is, Kevin. <laughs> my, uh, one time my aunt, she dated a centaur. He was really nice. He always had cool toys for me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he was really nice. He was really loud though. Yeah. It hurt my ears sometimes times kevin's losing focus it's like yeah. he's kids, thinking about centaurs kids now. this age can stay on task for maybe three minutes yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen like a centaur one it, like looks like this <laughs> he hops down <laughs> on the ground and he's kicking his legs out in front of him really weird <laughs> have you ever seen him one day one like this <laughs> not, just not weird. like that no <laughs> Have you ever seen a camel run? They yeah. look fucking stupid, and yeah. that's how centaurs run. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. there's a big guy huffing and puffing on top of it. Making the sound of a camel, like... Ugh, uh, uh, uh. So, uh, Jessica asking Sean, I'm probably yeah. not going to get more info out of them than this, right? Uh, it's that if there has if there has ever been an effective way to sneak into the hearth, it's with a shipment of supplies. But you would never do that because you don't want to get your arms chopped off like no um. Amen. No, I definitely want to keep my arms and legs and hands and feet and face. Yeah, because how are you going to get like more of the food if you don't have hands to steal it with? I think about that a lot. Do you want to one like a centaur with me? Yeah, I yeah. do. And Bethany hops down too, and uh, they just start running, yeah. kicking their legs in front of them. <laughs> these three spastic kids yeah. behind this fucking oh. brunch restaurant. I have to take a sip of water though first. My dad's told me, remember, drink my water. These guys sound really nice. It's nice you call them your dads. Yeah, they're not really my dads, but like they kind of are in my heart. We know how that is, yeah. Billy. We know how that is. All right, let's go run. Okay, let's one. And they just run off down an alleyway. Billy's running like a like a centaur is really accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like weirdly yeah. accurate. It's, so good. it's just my regular run. <laughs> 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 Wait up, you guys! <laughs> uh, and we'll cut to Tuck going to bar. Uh, yeah, Tuck is like he just walks in because it's like daytime, so they're doing like inventory and reloading and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're touched by the darkness came back last night, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was a pretty wild. Because one of them is a demon, I think. 
Oh, That's shit. the rumor. Yeah, and uh, they're reconstructing the stage. It was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Grek is downstairs in bar because it is like an underground thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's downstairs and he's got a clipboard mm-hmm. and he's marking things off as people move around huge casks of ale and spirits and all that. And I go up to him. Hey, Tuck, what's up? You're not working till tonight. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I actually, I came because I have some questions about the city. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a lot different than when I left. Yeah, it is. It's been it's been quite a few years. What is fucking going on with the light guard? Oh, man, don't get me started on the GD light guard. Like, I've been hearing a lot of weird stuff. Like, <sighs> I heard that the light guard is more militant around demons, like that the Torture McCall assigned the last prophet, that yeah. the last shot was maybe assassinated. Oh, yeah. Well, whoa, <laughs> I haven't heard that. That's, hey, man, keep me out of that. Keep me out of that shit. Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty intense couple decades. You know, at first when the light guards started getting more intense, people were like, ah, oh, this is great. Like, you notice, don't see many of Freed around at night anymore, right? Yeah. You see some, but not a ton. Yeah. Light guard. Okay. But uh, you'll also notice that you see a lot of weird posters around on, like, is your neighbor a demon and all these stupid drawings about demons. Yeah. Light guard. Fuck. Yeah. And he does this gesture that's sort of like the up yours kind of gesture, but it's uh, the index finger and the pinky finger up, and he kind of jams them up. That torch is a real piece of work. Is he back in the city? That's what I hear. And so, yeah, I lean into Greg and I kind of whisper because there's people around. And I'm like, I heard that uh, the torch ran into some trouble a few months back and the purifier got fucked. Uh, 2d6 plus. I would say this is charisma. It's kind of a spell lore, but it would be more charisma based. Yeah. So okay. 2d6 plus charisma. It's 10. Okay. It's wow. 10. He leans in as well and takes on a somewhat conspiratorial tone. <laughs> there's a lot of conspiratorial tones in McCall. Uh, there's a lot of conspiracies in McCall. There's I a guess. lot of people scheming. Yeah, it's also McCall is also known as the city of sand and secrets. Ooh. Wow. Um, and he leans in. Grek leans in, and you see his really carved, elaborately carved tusk t- sticking out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. It's got like a naked lady on it. It's got like a naked dude on it. <laughs> and then it also says, "Get fucked." Whoa. <laughs> cool. And That's in, pretty cool too. In his head, Tuck's like, "Man, this guy's the coolest person." I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, you get really close and he's like all right way i heard it torch put out to sea the purifier go do some bullshit somewhere like i give a fuck <laughs> but, but he came back tail tucked between his goddamn legs half his boat gone and i mean half like right down the middle half but he still sailed it home Say what you will about the torture McCall, but he is one crazy motherfucker. You ever hear about him keeping demons as slaves? <laughs> he like spits. <laughs> Come on. I mean, the torch is the torch. He's he's put some pretty intense individuals to the flame. But you think he can chain demons that don't want to be chained? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you see me you saw me try to tell the lead singer a touch by the darkness that he couldn't stay at the hotel he wanted to stay at. What happened? What did he do? He almost, he almost put me through a wall. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. And that was me just telling him no. Okay. You're not you're not thinking of getting mixed up with the light guard, are you? Oh no, no. I uh I'm writing a song about the torch of McCall called okay. uh tor- uh M- Torch of McCall me. Maybe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Put that in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's never something that I have wanted cut more that I've been more sure will remain. I fucking love it. Uh, I want... I'm... I demand that you write it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's called the Torch of McCall Me Before You Go-Go. 
guess there's like amazing calls, tons of them. It's the uh, torch of McCall me by your name. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, called uh, I just torch of McCall to say I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my favorite play is Torch of McCall of the Wild. Oh, <laughs> there's got to be more. I'm go- I'm not gonna have time because I just got the new copy of. Torch of McCall of Duty, Black Ops. <laughs> Black Ops. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, okay. I just hope you know the light guard. I, I hate him just as much as anybody else, as any other self-respecting orc would. But you know they're dangerous, right? Yeah, I, I obviously, yeah. I right. Come on, I grew up in the sticks. I know the light guard aren't our friends. All right. Well, if you do get the inkling to get mixed up and fuck around with the light guard at all and he leans in even closer and gets really close to your ear you come give me a call okay and he goes and starts writing stuff down on his his board and goes no that goes over here that's supposed to be room temperature that's supposed to be cold (laughs) and he walks away uh cool cool and we'll cut to paul yeah, Vang. hi. I'm playing Sorry. a video. I'm playing a game with my friends, sitting here having a coffee and a bubbly. Cut to Vang. sweating my balls off. Cut to Ving, the half elf druid, just rolled a failure on a thing that he did not specify. <laughs> All right. So, what do you? What's Ving trying to do? Uh, Ving's going to go to the. There's a bunch of um, crevasses and they're dried up waterfalls that come mm. from the. I'm so bad with the names of all these. What's the upper layer? Upper oh, ward. The upper ward. Why not? That's so easy. So from <laughs> from the Akoli Desert into the upper ward, there was old waterfalls, like mm. geologically, uh, millennia ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, cool! And the lunar moths sleep in the crevices created there in the daytime because there's no sun oh. that gets in there. Oh, so sick! That's awesome. So he's going in. To, he's going out uh, uh, free climbing, I guess. He's <laughs> going to try, try and go 127 hours uh, oh later kind of style. Fucking Alex Honnold over <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. That's I so hope cool. nothing bad happens. Didn't tell anyone where I was going. <laughs> um, um, so he goes in to talk to the Lunar Moths and yeah. finds them there. Cool. Um, I mean, yeah, there you climb down in the crevasse, you leave the the burning sun of the late afternoon because we're doing this over like a whole yeah, day yeah. situation. It actually takes a while to get to where these waterfalls used to be. Oh, I found a bunch of desert sage on the way. I'm going to write that down. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> you can have it. Oh, try and stop me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you climb your way down into these old, dark, eroded crevasses and you're like, is this the right, is this the right place? I can't really see. And your night vision adjusts. It's just wall-to-wall lunar moths. And a big one comes like, boom. All of a sudden, he's like getting just as his vision like gets used to the dark and he notices he's in this thing. All of a sudden, there's a big pair of eyes right in front of his face. And a big lunar moth like flexes its wings out and there's looks like eyeballs. Holy shit. Cool. What do they uh, sound like? You tell me. You're the... Soft. Soft. Hello. Visitor, welcome to our sanctum. Hello, I'm Ving Ving Super Spirit Walker, a forest and frost prince of the boreal reach. Ah, fellow royalty, and it inclines its head. You are most welcome. Thank you. We what have heard you? much of the Spirit Walker upon the winds between here and there. Ah, I come with a request and a gift. What is your name? Moonshadow. Moonshadow. You are a strong and beautiful moth. Thank you. You are so hot. Stop. Have you been working out? (laughs) What do you bring for me? I bring you a request from me. Well, I mean, you said you had a gift. You want the gift first. That is how it is done. (laughs) You ingratiate yourself to your host. I mean, I was going to give it to you at the end. Okay, well, I mean, we can do whatever's convenient. If it's like deep in your bag. No, 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 it's cool. It's no, 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 I I don't want to fuck with your customs. I insist. I'm in your world. I insist. Flap, wings out. I insist. (laughs) I have a request. Wings fold up. What is your request? I need information. On the light guard all through the cave all of them the light guard keepers of the flame if I had 
saliva glands, I would do the same. Allow me to spit for you, please. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Gross. I can't, I'm dry. I've been in the desert. I don't want to get home. I'm writing checks that my throat can't cash. (laughs) We need information of the comings and the goings and times. Uh, When we can, we need enter. We want to bring them down. This would please us. Then the flames would be kept by those that care for them most. <laughs> it's very intimidating when you all do that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> is the way. Um, you are going to have to roll something. Yeah, great. Uh, I guess it's probably... Oh, no, it would be a parlay. Because you're offering a gift. Yeah, great. 2d6 plus charisma. Oh, Ooh, huge. Wow. Oh, my I got 10 God. plus my charisma is one, 11. Hell yes. So present the gift. My gift. My gift to you. And then he um, tears away his pants. <laughs> These are 100% merino wool. <laughs> <laughs> the golden fleece. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> and uh, uh, Moonshadow reaches forward with the little um, g- grippers that moths have. Cute, yep. That we all know they have. Mm-hmm. And grabs the wool and goes like, <laughs> puts it in its mouth and eats a bunch of it. That is for your whole tribe. We will feast this night and tomorrow upon the honey thread. Very well. Allow me to share with you some information regular stuff not gonna do this whole thing as moonshadow all all i need from you is to allow me to mark you oh i'm not gonna do it sneaky bitch i I don't want to do it i could have just snuck in here when you were asleep but i wanted to ask permission out of respect to you and your horde what a smart fucking move that was i love this uh moonshadow dips down and uh, extends its wings in a very bowing sort of thing, a very um, pleasant gesture, and tips its head forward. It's two like huge frond antenna uh, hanging on either side of you. It says, mark me as you will. I will act as your eyes. Yeah, just bend down and, uh, and kiss the top of his head. Um, so dusty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that dust, it's not like a, it's not like a myth. You're really dusty. <laughs> He's about to kiss him on the head, and then he sneezes in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. Droplets will work. (laughs) Do not apologize. I will act as your eyes. Folds his wings back up. I hope to see you guys soon. You will see through me soon. Bye-bye. Backflip, 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 backflip. And Ving walks back into the desert. With no pants. <laughs> yep. Dick hanging out. Sun beaming. Vultures circling. Didn't think this through. Walking back. Yeah! Oh my. I can't believe I sneezed and spit all over that moth using up the last of my moisture. <laughs> mm. uh, so it's the sort of thing like you, for, or Billy, when you came back yeah. from meeting Kevin and Bethany after your centaur game, uh, you saw Perel at the cafe across the street, and he was like, hey, why don't you come join me? Oh, sure, yeah. Hi, Perel. Hi, Billy. How was your day? It was good. How was yours? Oh, I've just been going over the notes from yesterday. I am... I feel alive, Billy. Yay! I feel alive for the first time in a long time. That's good. Mm-hmm. And you you pass the time eating these shitty sandwiches. Tuck shows up. He's like, hey, come on. Why don't you join me? Yeah, Tuck sits, sits down, mm-hmm. kind of like relays the information that he got. And he does the same thing. I've got these notes. I think I'm making some headway on some ideas, etc. Ving shows up. The sun starts to come down. Yeah, rooftop jumping in. Rooftop jumping on. And you guys are having a great time. And then the sun goes down. You're just kind of chatting. It's a really nice time that you're having. Mm. You feel like you're moving towards something. You're having a nice meal with your friends. Perel has recently taken up smoking hookah. So, like, there's a hookah sitting next to him. Yeah. There's, like, a nice, like, cloud of, like, herbal, fruity smelling smoke. Yeah, it's kind of like lemon. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Totally. You're all sitting around just chatting, having a ball. Perel smoking his hookah. And then he, he takes a big, big inhale. And he goes... <coughs> Wait, shut up. We weren't saying anything. Shut up. Yeah, you said shut watch. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> you said watch. Shut up. 
and he points at your apartment. And we look up. And through the windows, though the lights are off because you're not there, you can see forms moving in the shadows. What? And the small glimmering light of a hooded sunstone. Someone's in our fucking house. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian Abdul Aziz. So long. Playing Bing, the half elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. I'm going to beat him up. <laughs> Thanks to Aaron Reed for our incredible ins and outs. That's what I've started calling them the ins and outs, the IO, baby. We'll work on it. And thanks to our amazing supporters from around the world. You can find us online at Spelt Lore most places, including patreon.com slash Spelt Lore and speltlore.com slash money, please. Catch you next time, everybody. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3, who tried the best they can. Though dumb and scared and lost they be, for times abreast in revelry. Though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will not leave you without a resolution. Return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly.